Attention, passengers. This is uh, your captain speaking, Captain Bigelow. Um, my co-captain, um, Mr. Gavin. Um, we're currently flying at a nice uh, 25 feet um, above the floor right now. And, um, might hit some turbulence here. Uh, it was Taco Tuesday the other day. So um, <laughs> please make sure that you uh, sit upright and uh, enjoy the flight. Enjoy the flight. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Awesome. So, what's up, and welcome back to another episode of the Listen to Lamb Chop podcast. This is your host, Gavin Lamb, and with me today is my friend, my cousin-in-law, but I also just call him my cousin. His name is Davey Biggs. No, it's David Biglow, guys. What's up, man? What's going on? Super excited. Dude, I know. I'm super excited to have you. We get to to transition a lot of the stuff that we normally only talk about in a a small group. I know. Yeah, small group, Bible studies. We only get to talk about... We definitely don't talk about this most of the time on Sunday mornings at Mm -hmm. church. So it's true because there's no time. Yeah, there's no 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 time. <laughs> this is like this is no like a five-hour discussion uh, that we got to like cram know. down into a diamond. No time know? to talk about the <laughs> the meat and potatoes of what we should be addressing. Sometimes, um, yeah, man, I'm super stoked to have you on the podcast and everything. Uh, been trying to uh, get people on the podcast more, but um, I appreciate you coming out. And actually, a fun fact: since Cody's not here, we usually do a fun fact segment. Yeah, Cody's responsible for that. Um, since he's not here today, I'm going to drop the fun fact. David Ooh. is actually our very first real guest. You're actually the very first real guest on the Listen to Lamb Chop podcast. Oh, yeah. I had one guest on when it, back when it was GLTV radio, but we kind of did away with all that. I still have the recordings, and the videos are actually still up on YouTube, I think. But it was a new chapter, a new podcast. We renamed it Listen to Lamb Chop. So yeah. you're the very first guest, man. Awesome. I appreciate you coming out. Yeah, you know, I mean, I was looking at my schedule and I mean, I had I had a 3.30 with Elon Musk, but yeah, yeah, he, exactly. he canceled, you know, he's, he's doing the whole Twitter <laughs> thing now. So well, we, We're glad that you were able to squeeze us in. Mm. I told him to put, you know, I need to be able to link Bible verses easier on Twitter and he said, I got you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Automatically put them in the intro right. as soon as you close the door of the Tesla. That's just, right. That's <laughs> John 316. Right. Uh, so, yeah, we're drinking coffee today. We're coming out just have a uh, a cool chat about some stuff that you normally wouldn't talk about on uh, your Sunday morning church service or anything like that. And a lot of people might be too afraid or think it's too controversial to talk about. Um, anyway, but before we get into the meat and potatoes, what's new, man? What's going on with your life? How things, how have things been? Oh man. Well, you know, started, uh, started a new business venture. So that's yeah, dude, been, shout, shout that's that out been, real quick. What's going um, on with that? So my, my local IT tech down in uh, Covington, Georgia, um, pretty much just, um, Lord kind of put it on, on my heart to provide IT services for uh, small to medium businesses and especially churches. Cause not, you know, I mean, um, when you're, when you think it, you think about, you know, the million dollar budgets, um, oh, definitely. and, and that, that's kind of where that's the industry where I'm coming from is, you know, the big corporations with the servers and the fiber and all the infrastructure. And, um, you know, you have these, uh, uh, podunk churches that, you know, un- unfortunately COVID has issued into a, a new wave into the, the church culture, which is live streaming getting your your sermons you know whether it be audio or or video out into the the uh the ether that is the internet definitely um and when that comes a bunch of technical issues exactly exactly you know so whether it's uh you know setting up a small um 100 person church to you know here's a basic streaming setup you know uh similar to like what's in this studio you know just like here's a camera here's some free open source software here's how you get it online or if you don't even have the budget for that, here's how you just record audio oh, <laughs> and put definitely. it on exactly. your website, you know, yeah, or, or just link it to your Facebook or something. That way, you know, you're you're kind of keeping up with with the times in some way, shape or form. Um, and so that's been that's been super exciting. I've been able to um, kind of connect with a lot of uh, um, not just uh, local businesses, but some churches as well that are um, just kind of getting their feet wet into that realm and just kind of, all right, here's, here's the do's and don'ts. Um, don't start pre-recording 
don't go live like 20 minutes before <laughs> service when like someone's picking their nose. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you know what to do. Maybe yeah. have a, maybe have that, a countdown right on spot. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's awesome, man. You turn something that you're you're good at, you're passionate about, and able to just open your own business, and that's what that's what it should be. You know, people say do things, do for work what you love to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything to the glory of God. So yeah, I think exactly. it's awesome, man. That's uh, pretty cool, and I'm excited for you, man. We'll see uh, how that's how that's going and how it's going to just grow in the future. I think you got big things coming. Yeah, yeah, I'm super super excited for it, you know, as, as excited and, and nervous as I can be. <laughs> right, yeah, both of those, probably equal, too. Some some emotions probably more than others at exactly, times. But, exactly. uh, so we've gotten to know each other pretty well over the years, and I'm going to see just how well I know you by guessing mm-hmm. just a few things about you and seeing if they're right. So you just let me know if I'm right, and if I'm wrong, just correct me. <laughs> um, your favorite color is blue. Is that right? No. No. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite color? <laughs> green. Green. Yeah, me too, dude. <laughs> My favorite color is green. Uh, okay, you have a deep passion for the flavor of avocados. I do. That's true. Okay, I good. I got that one. All right, you've been in a praise band before. I have. All right, sweet. Me too. Uh, right out of high school, you were a skydiving instructor. No. And not true? Not true, no. Gosh, Mitchell, you are just <laughs> told me stories, dude. All right, so uh, also, you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God? I do. All right. Well, that's the most important one. <laughs> we got that one on there. So, okay. Um, if you could sum it up, like, in just a few sentences, and I know the story's probably way more complicated than that. How, just give us a little brief story of how you came to know Jesus and, and get saved. Um, so, <clears throat> my uh, family dynamic was a... Uh, um, probably similar to a lot of people's and that's it's a uh, dysfunctional at heart um and so i grew up in um pretty much a, a very alcohol and drug um infested home uh, that had uh, a lot of domestic violence issues and things of that nature um you know my mother would always kind of drag us or drag me to to church um never really understood um you know, who or, or what, you know, was Jesus. Um, but I did in, in a sense, intrinsically know that there was a higher, you know, some sort of higher, right. higher being, you know, like that there was a quote unquote God. Right. You believed um, in, in something, just not sure exactly, exactly what yet. Exactly. You know, and, and, and obviously the life circumstances and things of that nature, you know, if God is good, then why, you know, why are these bad things happening to me and to my mom? And, you know, why is, you know, why is our family not perfect? You know? Right, dude. That's um, a that's a big, big question, and also like a for real. That'd be yeah, a great standalone yeah. episode too. Um, you know, and so, um, so, you know, from childhood into um, middle school into high school, um, definitely started to mature in the fact that it actually boiled down to um my niece had invited me to um my first ever youth group um that I was actually a part of and so there that's where um initially I found solace um and and stability in a positive um male role model which was my youth pastor and that was kind of like the first time I ever had like a father figure right um but you know it it went so much deeper than that in that, you know, I started to understand the scriptures more, started to understand like, okay, so this person, Jesus, um, his, his claim is that he, he is God, um, and that he died for my sin. And yep, I, I do see the evidence that, you know what, I, I make these bad decisions because I want to. Um, and so starting to understand just even, um, you know, from, from a theological standpoint, even, even more so, um, and seeing, um, the Lord do actually a lot of repair in my own heart from, from just the traumas between, you know, my mom and my dad and, you know, even coming to a place to, um, you know, want to love my dad, even though of all the terrible things that he's done and, and right. desire to have a relationship with him and desiring to 
have a relationship with with my mom and wanting them you know to versus you know just following my dad's footsteps or following in you know the 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 hollywood motif where it's just like hey like whatever i don't need you guys like you guys ruined my lives like whatever yeah exactly exactly smoke smoke up johnny you know (laughs) (laughs) here's a pack of cigarettes i can do this on my own exactly you know just shutting them out forever but it's like no like and you know and and i attribute you know um i'm now happily married with with two amazing kids and um you know that's uh, uh testimony is one of those things where it's like you got to do like a five five six hours to unpack it all oh um, definitely. All, all, all the nitty-gritty but blessings um, are flowing you know it's it it really is one of those things where it's uh, um um like my wife has even said and and i guess she she sums it up um the best where she says how are you a christian right yeah <laughs> like how in the world do you believe in jesus like yeah. with everything that you've told me and uh, um, I just tell her the easiest way I can explain it is because Jesus Christ saved me. Yeah, plain, plain and simple. That's the only <laughs> equation that you need right there. Like yep. all the other math doesn't have to add up mm-hmm. as long as you got Jesus in the equation. Exactly. And that's that's where uh, that's where all the good stuff happens. Um, that's awesome, man. That's really cool. Um, I think we should do another episode. Where we can kind of dive deeper into that maybe yeah. sometime. Um. So, are you ready to dive into the chop chat? Let's do it. The main meat and potatoes of this podcast today. So, we're actually going to discuss, like I said, some hot topics and some controversial issues within the church today. Uh, so, if you're not already buckled in, you know you want to strap on in because we're about to get into it. Um, right. Like, should should you have gluten free? Yeah. Communion wafers. <laughs> should we have uh, vegan communion wafers? Maybe made from sliced carrots. Yeah. Donut, right. donut holes, <laughs> yeah, donut, donut holes for dude. the body of Christ. Is that, is that that'd be pretty religious? cool, man. I used to watch this show actually called The Donut Man, <laughs> and it was all about Christ and everything, and it was talking about that hole missing, and you plugged it with the donut hole, and it was, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, so anyway, first question of today is, why does the non-denominational church get a bad rap? Um, and I, you know, I've come from a place where I have belonged to the non-denominational church. Most of the churches that I have attended, I've been to other churches like Methodist and Baptist and haven't really seen too many differences during church, honestly. But I know that there there are some differences, but I had no idea up until recently that the non-denominational church was kind of hated on in a way. Um so I was just going to turn to you and see what kind of, you know, answer you might have to this. Why does the non-denominational church get a bad rap? Yeah, you know, I think I think the the non-denominational church and again, it's uh, um you know, suffice it to say, I think it's one of those things where um you just have a core you know, core group of um um very outspoken vocal churches that are that are very gripped by their um convictions um in which they they're they're not seeing any any hold to any credence um or any any um orthodoxies that that they would then define and say hey um you know we can we can kind of hold you to this standard to ensure that what you are teaching um in where you are leading this flock is tried and true um, and in line with scripture, you know, because I mean, when, when you look at just Protestants across the board, right. The, 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 the reformation, the, right. you know, it's, it's all based on like the five solas, you know, you got, um, sola scriptura, scripture alone, sola fide by faith alone, solo gratia by grace alone, sola Christus, um, you know, Christ alone and sola de la gloria for the glory of God alone. And so these are kind of like the four or the, these are um, the, the five main pillars that, that, you know, made make up the, the reformation or the Protestant movement. If you're, if you're not Roman Catholic, you're, you're a Protestant, right? Um, you know, and this is, these are, these are, those um, are very important, um, you know, and so, you know, it, it might be that, um, you know, when there's, when there's, uh, a church and, 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 you know, just, just even the term non-denominational is, you know, it's, it's kind of a blanket statement because there's technically no such thing as a non-denominational, right. You know, you're, you're, you're kind of in, in a sense, you're, you're 
you're picking and choosing what you do want to have kind of be part of the the orthodoxy or or the 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 dogma of of the church itself um but in the same sense it's just like how not all southern baptist churches are southern baptist churches right you know if if that if that kind of makes sense exactly um you know and so um you know where where i think a lot of um churches that would identify themselves as non-denominational um get some flack from is um you know i mean first first and foremost if if fruit is there then there's not really going to be an issue right um you know and it's you know if and if you're if you're um your statement of faith is kind of in line where hey we we uphold god's scripture as infallible you know we uphold that you know, by grace alone are we given salvation, that Jesus Christ is God. If you're, if we're not moving off of these pillars of, of truth, um, then I don't see that there there would be any issue there. But it's when we, you know, maybe we're taking, um, you know, too much of a um, liberal approach to Scripture. And so all of a sudden we're, we're saying, mm, maybe God's Word is a little infallible. Like right, maybe, right, maybe yeah. there's some errors in God's word because it was written by man. It's like it's putting like, God in a box. A, exactly. And picking and choosing what you want to take exactly, out. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, when you, when you start cherry picking scripture, that's where, um, you know, and that's where these denominations, um, they are, uh, they are adhering to certain credences, um, and certain major, major agreements and certain convictions that they're saying, okay, we all agree and stand it kind of in, in this base camp. And, you know, um, and and the thing with all denominations, um, for for the most part, is that the the tried and true foundations are are all there. You know, right, the, right. The, the core is there. It's just these, um, you know, it's these it's these minor issues. You know, it's kind of like the when, structure of the church yeah, and, mm-hmm. and certain doctrine and stuff like that. Exactly, so exactly. They just kind of disagree on those things, but mm-hmm. the main five, the core of what Christianity is and what the church should be. Mm-hmm. We all basically agree on. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's where that's where I think a lot of um, like denominational versus non-denominational, where they would have kind of the most um, the most headbutts because you would have, in a sense, um, you know, you would have those coming from a denomination um, that maybe had a bad experience that might enjoy the the more um, laxed structure of a non-denominational, but in the same sense. Um, you know, it, you know, in the vice versa sense, it might be that somebody coming from a non-denominational might enjoy the, the intentional structure of a denomination, um, where they're saying, okay, well, man, this, this denomination really takes scripture, um, seriously, and they really dive into the scriptures, and we like this, um, whereas our, the non-denominational church that we were at, the messages were just kind of more like, um, you know, very life coachy, you know, and just right, kind of more right, encouragement. Right. And there more wasn't motivation. really, yeah, yeah, there wasn't really any like meat and potatoes, you know, like in the scripture, you know, kind of, kind of as, as you do with, with this podcast, you know, like just dive right, into right. the meat and potatoes of it. And it's, it's not like this watered down surface level, you know? And so, um, can God move through non-denominational churches? Absolutely. Can yeah. Move through denominational churches. Absolutely. Um, you know, and so it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I mean, once you, um, um, now that sin is part of the equation, we have kind of these these splintering factor, or you know, it's these these splinters within the church. Oh, um, definitely, you know, it's just division, it's, like mm-hmm. in the world, like people want yeah. to cause division between yeah. certain cultures and races mm-hmm. and and you know job titles, all this kind of stuff to try to create division, so we can't stand united. Whereas we need to be united in in Christ and everything too. Um, I, I know that a lot of places frown upon non-denominational churches too because more than like uh, a methodist or a baptist or presbyterian any of those you'll have more non-denominational churches start going that route of what you were kind of saying like charismatic and mm-hmm. and uh more uh of their preachers and stuff might start preaching you know the prosperity gospel yeah and stuff yeah. more so than actual the core of what scripture what Jesus is actually teaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in, in one of my Bible studies, we kind of coined this term where it's, a, um, um, rather than, a, a 
you know, we, we would always call each other out when, when after reading a piece of scripture, that would be very difficult to wrestle with, you know, because right. you're, you're, you're no longer wrestling with the, the pastor. You're no longer wrestling with, you know, the, the, the person who's talking to you about the Lord. Um, you know, I mean, if they bring you a piece of scripture, you're wrestling with the Lord yeah. because <laughs> God has spoken once for eternity, <laughs> you know, he has spoken on the subject and you, you have to deal with that because in every, in every instance of that, of that wrestling, you are wrong unless you agree with what the Lord said. Absolutely. And that, that's plain and simple. And that, and that's where, you know, any, any sort of opposition to what scripture says, um, is really an issue. It's, it's, it's a heart issue. It's a sin issue. Um, it's the, it's the screaming five-year-old inside of all of us that says, well, I want what I want and I don't want to change. Exactly. Um, yeah. you know, but in, in our Bible study, we, we would always say whenever we would read a passage and we would say, well, I feel, and we'd like, no, no, no solo feels solo scripture, yeah. you know, so, solo scripture. <laughs> That's it. Like no solo feels not by feel, not by feelings alone, yeah. by scripture alone, exactly. you know, by, by the truth alone. What, what has God said? Um, you know, and how do we, how do we navigate, um, the scriptures, um, you know, very, and it, and, and it's not something that happens overnight. And I think that's, that's one thing people need to understand. You know, this is a, um, it's like a, it's like any kind of sport, you know, it's like any coach that is, you know, can see the potential in you and is driving you. And you might think, man, this coach just hates my guts. Cause they, the, all they do is they just make me run. They make me do all the hard things. They're always on my case, but they see the potential. They see what's good. And they want you to strive for excellence. And so, you know, this is how the Holy Spirit works. Um, you know, our, the spirit that we are given. Yeah, um, dude. You got to live by your is, convictions. Yeah, that, that is in us is always at war with what our, our flesh wants to do. And so it's, it's a constant fight. For sure. Yeah, definitely. What was that term that we talked about in, in uh, Bible study where it was uh, talking about how the church should be united and it's what was the... Uh, it's kind of like the harmony of the church. Uh, oh, koinia, koinia. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah, of one another, of one another. Um, yeah, koinia. And that's a Greek um, term. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Koinia. Um, it simply means to to be in a um, in like a a brotherly, um, in in the very real sense of of um, your your literal blood brother. Um, type relationship to have that relationship within the church because you got to understand like the ancient church. When you accepted the way, when when it was called that, Christ, it was not called Christianity. Yeah, it was the way. Yeah, it was it was. Oh, you are following, and, and, and that was kind of that was effectively the the derogatory term for it too. It was like, oh, you're the follower of the way, the man, you know? the Mandalorian. From yeah, Star exactly. Wars. This is the way. That's what I always think about. You know, yeah. and so when you're when you're when you, um, you know, when you took that um that very um very real life altering, um, choice, that decision to follow the way of, um, Jesus Christ of Nazareth and, and his teachings, um, you essentially were signing yourself up for, uh, uh, probably a two to three month death sentence. Um, because your, your whole, um, uh, either your, uh, uh, either your Jewish family was about to disown you. Um, you were going to be reported to the synagogues, um, you were going to make it onto, um, the Roman hot list, you know, because, you know, these, these followers of the way they're going to overthrow, you know, the Roman government, like Jesus is a radical, you know, he, he says he's the King, you know, so you're, so it was a very tumultuous, you know, political, uh, time period. I mean, talking Um, about giving your life to to Christ, I mean, that was, that was, that was about as real as it was going to get. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and so. Um, so, you know, Jesus is very, he's being very literal in the sense when, when, you know, when he starts speaking about like, look, like, um, you know, and even, uh, even the apostles, they're, they're speaking very literally in the sense when they're saying, you know, look, this is your brother in Christ. Like this is, you know, they, you have been disowned from your family. That is part of the world. Um, and this is almost one of those issues where, um, um, where we don't experience this. Yeah. In, in churches today no um and in fact if you if you want to see a great example of of experience of experiencing this type of like church um you know church brother church sister relationship um just go overseas 
to where, you know, where, you know, people literally do get disowned by their families and the only yeah. family that they do have is the church. Um, you know, and this is, uh, uh, it's, it's radically different, you know I mean? Maybe it's sad, but true, yeah, like a yeah. harsh reality of, I mean, of like the most, like some of the most persecution you'll face here is like getting uh, judged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a Christian. I'm not, I'm not going to sit with you. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. why, why did everybody stop cussing around me? Oh, yeah, it's I because know. they know I'm Christian. Oh yeah. Want... <laughs> what is that? What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're not going to watch that movie around. We're not going to invite him to the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I got some, just a few, you know, scriptures that kind of back this up as far as, you know, just tying everything together, putting a bow on all these denominations that where we believe the core values, we got to stop kind of hating on each other because we don't, we, our view of, of like a few, a few things that have to do with like doctrine or the structure of the church just kind of separate us and really, yeah. You know, Jesus unites all of us. So, yeah, well, Proverbs. Well, and even, and even, even to that point, before you, before you jump in yeah, that, yeah. Um, like, and even to that point, um, you know, those, again, it, it always goes back to, um, you know, you have to wrestle with the structure or, you know, uh, you have to wrestle with the scriptures. Right. Like why, yeah. why, Turn why the scripture are, for you know, the like answer. Why, why, why are those, you know, when, you know, when, when Paul's talking about the structure of the church, right. why, why is that important? You know, why is that important? Not, you know, um, and this, this goes for, um, um, denominational and non-denominational, you know? So if you're, if you're a non-denominational church or you're part of a non-denominational church, um, and they, you know, they, they don't have elders, they don't have any sort of, you know, like some sort of senior leadership in there. Um, you know, Paul says, Hey, no, like you, you, you need elders, you know, you can call it what you want, but you need like a core group of, of senior, um, you know, uh, senior minded, um, leaders in place who, who are way older than you are way, right. are way wiser than you, um, are more grounded and more mature in their faith because these are going to be the guardrails of your church. These are going to be the ones that are going to be protecting the flock, you know, For sure, keeping everybody on track. You know, And so, and so th- th- those are the things where we, we kind of really have to, um, as, as believers, you know, whether you're, if you're, if you're in a position of leadership or if you're at a church, um, you kind of have to remove your bad experiences out, out of the equation. And you have to say, okay, if, if scriptures say this, if God put this in the Bible, it's important. Why is this important? Um, because typically we, we will make traditions and we'll, we'll adhere more so to traditions than what's actually in scripture because we prefer, you know, it goes back to that screaming five-year-old. I want what yeah. I want. You know, I don't want to do, like, I don't want to be humble and, you know, go um, go actually have difficult conversations about, is this right? Like, do should we do uh, a structure change? Like, are we potentially wrong? Like, should we do a self-examination? Oh, you for know? sure. Um, and this is, you know. Everybody should definitely yeah, do that. Yeah, Take a step you know? back and. And so, Look in the mirror. Yeah, you know, and so this is a, um, you know, like when we're, um, um, like just even in in my Bible study, you know, when we're um, reading Scripture, um, you know, we we desire so much to, um, you know, kind of spur each other on. Um, and if one of us has a a wrong misinterpretation of Scripture, where you know we're purely analyzing it from from our feeling standpoint or we simply flat out say like i i disagree like i disagree with with what is being said here you know then it's a okay we're not gonna throw you out cast you out you know like right like shame you but let's wrestle with that why why do you disagree like let's like bring oh, absolutely like bring, bring forth your should always your, have a conversation yeah, yeah like bring bring forth your your points and let's let's sit down and let, let's discuss that you know, and that's and that's really where um, Scripture says, "Hey, this is how you sharpen iron." Yeah, you know, and I and I think too too much, um, especially in in America, because we have the the amenity of we don't have to rely purely on the church to be a church, um, because I mean, you can I mean, there there's more flavors of church than there are ice cream. You know, if it's like, oh, this this church, um. 
offended me. I'm not going to have a difficult conversation. I'm just going to go to the next one down the street, you know? Right. Yeah. But if you took that scripture very literal where it says like, Hey, um, it says Gavin's my brother in Christ. And so it says, don't let the sun go down if I still have beef with my brother in Christ. So I need to, we, we need to go grab some coffee, sit, go work, yeah, down, go, go work in the field, whatever it is. Like maybe I wronged it. you, maybe I lied to you, maybe like you're at fault, but we need to, we need to hash it out. Oh, for sure. You know, it's um, the only healthy way to go forward. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and like with other people in that situation, whether than people get so like tied up and trying to prove the other person wrong, just be right. Yeah. Like you're saying, like yeah. the five-year-old trapped inside us just wants to scream like, this is the way, mm-hmm. the only way. Like we just want to be right a mm-hmm. lot of times, whereas we don't want to turn to scripture or even have too, too prideful and, and not admit where we're wrong or where we yeah. were mistaken. Yeah. And so it's, I think it's healthy to sit down and have those conversations, look to scripture for the answer, talk, and then, you know, w- once you dig into that and you start figuring it out and see, a lot of times it's a miscommunication. You might actually believe the exact same thing mm-hmm. together. You're just sitting there off of like one little tweak off of like the sentence that someone said. They're like, yeah. oh, no, that's completely wrong. But y'all are saying the exact same thing. Y'all agree. Exactly. And sometimes maybe you don't agree, but you got to look to scripture and have that conversation to find out for yourself. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's the only way to go about it. And and this is just where we, we, as, as a society, we've, um, you know, we've, we've kind of taken this sharp left turn that says, if you, um, if somebody is in opposition with you run, like run, run to a camp of people that only agree with you and will not, bring any, right. any sort of opposition and that's you know and it's and it's you know i, I think that the term is just an echo chamber you know like, like yeah. just just go go find an echo chamber that that fits your fits what you want to hear it's like um, bubble christianity yeah it's like yeah, just exactly. getting the people exactly. that believe the exact same view that you do about this subject mm-hmm. and just keeping yourself in here and be like okay y'all are all out there but yeah. we're all in our bubble yeah and we don't want to share this stuff if with you're, you if you're outside of this bubble you're going to hell yeah, if you're out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, 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 there is no way that you are saved if you're outside of this bubble. Exactly. You know, it's, um, that's no way to do. That's not exactly. That's not Christianity. Yeah, and that, and you know, and that's where that's where the Bible just kind of it lays out like, look, here's here's how honestly you can know if you're saved. Um, you know, have have these difficult conversations with. Uh, um, I mean, per- perfect example um, was uh, Paul reaching out to the um, the uh, Church of Corinth and saying, look. Like y'all, y'all like speaking in tongues and all this other stuff, like, look, calm, calm it down. Um, not that it's not giving God glory, but you're, you're distracting the new believers. Like they don't know, you know? And so look, like you, because you're the stronger brother, like you be humble, you sacrifice because you're more mature, you know? And that, and that's, that's really where, um, I think I think we as Christians we we miss the point is that look if I'm more mature in my faith then I need I'm the stronger brother therefore I'm like yes I'm older therefore I know better there, right, you right. know you know and that, that's just like oh man but I'm, I don't want to do that it's so like, when you no. start trying to practice yeah, those fruits yeah, of the spirit yeah, exactly. that's so hard exactly you know patience it's, it's love the, kindness it's, 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 it's the orthodoxy into orthopraxy you know yeah. like, like I have to practice this <laughs> I have to practice this I'm gonna pull you along with me but I can't be arrogant in doing so mm-hmm. and prideful so uh it's funny that you meant mentioned the Iron sharpens iron because that was the first verse that I have to back all this up. <laughs> Proverbs twenty seven seventeen, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So, just like what we just got done talking about, as Christians, instead of having this division and everything, we need to focus on sharpening each other uh, through Christ. Um, also, Romans twelve five says, "So in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others." We're all one family. We're all one body. We're brothers and sisters in Christ, and we have to hold each other accountable to the Scripture and the teachings of Jesus and everything to be able to do what we're supposed to do and, and go out and do and live the Great Commission. Uh, last verse I have to kind of back this up is First John four twenty and 21. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. 
And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. So instead of having so many, like so much division between denominations or non-denomination and, and stuff like that, or even unbelievers, like we have to find this, this balance and this love that Jesus Christ had for, for everyone and, and go out and, and do this work together. We're, we're called to do the Great Commission as one body of Christ. And so we are to be disciples, you know, live and, and be disciples and then go out and make more disciples. So exactly, exactly. You know, and, 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 and exactly to, to those points, you know, and, and, and what you were saying when it comes to, um, you know, evangelizing to, to non-believers, um, and even, um, doing, doing some housekeeping with, with other believers, you know, we're, we're, we're called as, as Christians. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of people, um, even, even Christians, I've, I've heard it said between, a, um, you know, uh, Christ follower to Christ follower. It's like, well, you're, you're not supposed to judge me, you know? And it's like, right. and it's like, actually, no, it's actually quite the opposite. Yeah. Um, we're, we're called not to judge, um, the non-believer because they don't know any better. Right. You we know? gotta be our brother's keeper. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, it's like, but, but for believers, no, I'm, I'm called to judge you up, upside down in every which way, Yeah, you know, um, because How else do you sharpen the yeah, iron. Exactly. Exactly. You know, like, like, all right, you can't you, sharpen the iron like this. It's gotta <laughs> be like this. Exactly. Like within, um, you know, within Christendom, you know, there, there is going to be abrasion because guess what? We are all, uh, as, as Paul says, you know, we are all pushing forward to the goal and that is glory. You know, we're all running the race with endurance. Um, and those that have gone before us into glory are, um, you know, they are the great cloud of witnesses that are championing us on, you know, they're, they're the ones, you know, uh, crying out from heaven, like, look, just put aside, you know, like this is such petty. Yeah. All this beef. stuff that you know, you're focused on does not matter. Exactly. You know, and this, and you know, this doesn't just stem with, um, um, you know, your brother relationship in, in the church, you know, I mean this, you know, if you're, if you're married, if you're a Christian couple, you know, it's dying to yourselves daily. Um, you know, if it's, if it's with your kids, you know, it's showing them that, look, mommy and daddy, we, we discuss, like we have disagreements. We, we may, you know, get into these, these, uh, uh, these, um, sinful tendencies where we're, you know, we stop seeing each other as, you know, God's creatures and, you know, sin kind of takes over and we get angry at each other and we yell at each other, but we put that aside and we put on, um, maturity. We put on the spirit of maturity and when we show the fruit of the spirit, um, and we let the spirit continue to remove, um, more of us out so that more of Christ can move in. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, there's another scripture. I don't know. I don't have it pulled up or anything, but I think it's in Jeremiah. It talks about how, you know, if you hear the word but don't listen to the word, you're you're basically like a man that looks in the mirror and then after you walk away forgets what like what he looks like. Exactly. And so it's just like once we dig into the word and we find the truth, um, you got to live that out in obedience and follow it um, to the T. And it's, you know, we're sinful by nature. We're going to fall short of the glory of God. But that trying every single day mm -hmm. to, you know, lay down your life for Christ every single day, it's a daily task. And it's something that, you know, as Christians, none of us are perfect. And we're all going to fall short of the glory of God. We're all going to sin. We're all going to need for like forgiveness, but we got to, we got to get out there and try, try our best. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and this is, uh, um, you know, this is why we're, we're called to, uh, renew our minds every single day. Um, you know, because we're, we are, um, though we are imbued with the Holy spirit, um, unfortunately we still have sinful flesh and it's, it's still a war. For um, sure. it's still a war inside of us. Um, every single day, every single moment, every single second of every day um there's there's this war going on inside of us where our sinful nature wants to take the wheel um and we have to uh consciously tell ourselves no um i i am not going to do this because that is not going to glorify god um you know i think i think paul paul even states it um you know where he says look like 
everything's technically permissible. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like you can go do whatever you want, yeah, you but can go do anything it's, you it's, want it's, to. it's not all beneficial. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that's just a basic truth. Like, look, you can do, yeah. You know what? You know, shove, shove yeah. a pen through your hand. You yeah. can do that. And go no, rob no, the store. Yeah. Next no, door. nobody, you know, and this is, um, you know, and this is where it's like, uh, um, you know, I mean, here's, here's the reality. Um, God's not going to stop you from sinning. No, he's not. Um, he's not going to cause you to yeah, sin either though. Exactly. He, he, he loves you. Um, and he doesn't want you to experience the fallout of your decisions. Um, and that's just where, you know, um, you know, if you think back to, um, Jesus, uh, um, you know, just calling out to, to, to Peter, you know, like, Hey, do you love me? Then listen and obey. Right. Like, do yeah. you love me? Then listen and obey. It's you know? not meant to to restrict us, but to set us free. Yeah. In and obedience it, to Christ. You know, we and we we understand this as as fathers. You know, with our with <laughs> with our with our disobedient Dude. children, where it's just like, just do what I say. I love you. I I don't want you to to get hurt. That's what I'm telling I you, to bro. Do. I still don't understand. I still don't understand God and and his like a lot of his reasonings and and everything mm-hmm. like that. And you know, we'll, it's unfathomable. We'll yep. never understand mm-hmm. uh, what God's intentions truly are. Um, but I'm telling you right now, becoming a father that will make you that will grow you closer to God because I my understanding of my little very little understanding of God has grown and expounded just by becoming a father myself, mm-hmm. just that relationship. Oh, yeah. And then you view like, why won't you listen to me? <laughs> but I still love you. Even though like you continue to do this stuff over and over. Exactly. But exactly. I know you were talking about like just being on that edge and like having to make that conscious decision. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. I know it's wrong. I'm not going to, that's the hardest part. It's one oh, of yeah. the hardest parts um, to stop yourself because it's so much easier just to do what your mind and what your body is telling you to do at that point. But that's that self-control, that discipline that you have in obedience to Christ. Um, once you form that intimate love relationship with him, yeah. you do it out of love to him, not out of like, I have to do this or else I'm going to go to hell. And, um, you know, it, it's out of love and it's not obligation anymore. You know, exactly. It's, it's out of that relationship and that respect and love that you have for the father. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it is, it's, it's difficult because it's a, it's a new nature. You know, yeah. Christ even says that, you know, it's like, look, I'm, I'm giving you a new nature and it's, it's something that um, it is something of God. So it's completely foreign to your body. So you got, you kind of have to think, um, you know, wherever, wherever along your, your life that um, you, converted to to a follower of christ um that you accepted christ um and that you are now marked and sealed by the holy spirit that is the mark of you literally being um born again as jesus said like like you must be born again absolutely um and so you know whether um you know whether you're you were saved at 12 well you have 12 years experience of being a sinner (laughs) yeah you know um and yeah every every day um past that point it it gets a little 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 bit easier um but you still have that baggage yeah um and you still you know until until um you got to hold yourself accountable and find other christian people in your life to 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 gather around to help hold you accountable as well exactly while you help them you know iron sharpens iron yeah yeah exactly exactly uh and i think it's also key to remember this is for believers and non-believers alike that uh God will never tempt you. God doesn't put that temptation on you. It's not him trying to, oh, this is a test. This is, you know, I'm, I'm going to tempt them on this. Like, that's mm-hmm. not of God. It's, it's, it's the sinful nature of our fallen, like, humanity yeah, yeah. that... Well, it's the, it's, it's the, uh, the, the allurement of, of the enemy that, that, right. that, I mean, you know, for, for, for those that don't know, um, you know, Satan is very real. It's not just this figment of, of whatever. It's not just this, you know, it's not bad vibes, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> bad um, vibes, but yeah. there, there, there's a very real enemy of, of your soul, um, 
uh, El El Satan, I believe, is what what it originally uh, comes from, which just means your adversary. Um, you know, he he seeks to kill, steal, and destroy um, every good thing that God has put into your life. To um, ultimately, his goal is to make you blame God for all the bad things. Um, to make it to make you turn against your Creator, um, so that the end result would be the same destination that he's going. Um, you know, because, you know, he, he knows, he knows the end of the book. He knows, um, you know, where he's going, where, where the third of the angels that he deceived are, are going. Um, and he wants to take you there too. Um, and pray, praise be to God that, uh, um, you know, if you, if you are marked and sealed by the Holy spirit, um, you're saved. Um, he can't drag you there. Um, he can't remove you from God's hand of salvation. Um, but he can make your life miserable. Um, he can, um, he can, you know, thing, he can make you stumble. Um, you know, and this is, this is where, um, Paul even gives us that encouragement, you know, like, let us take off anything that hinders us, you know, and Jesus even, um, you know, pre, uh, kind of precursor, uh, precursors this by saying, you know, like, look, if your hand causes you to sin, chop it off. Yeah. Like, like it is better to enter heaven one-handed, you know, you'll have both hands in heaven, you know, but also, Jesus... <laughs> gou- gouge your eye out. Yeah. Too, yeah. Like... Gouge your eyeballs out, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like do everything that you can to not sin. Like this is like, this is how, um, serious sin truly, truly is. Um, you know, and un- unfortunately as we inhabit these sinful bodies, um, you know, you'll, you'll never be, you know, G- Jesus did did not die to save your mortal body. He he died to save your eternal soul. Um, you know, and so at the end of the day, these sinful bodies will pay for the sin that they have incurred, and that's with death and um, and decay and destruction. Um, but if you are a believer in Christ, you will you will be in glory, um, and you will be able to to join that that great cloud of witnesses. Um, and you'll see people from other denominations and be like, what? I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not just <laughs> like, like, I didn't know. Like, oh my gosh, the there's Baptist here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only, only the Baptist didn't make it. What? <laughs> this is crazy. Exactly. We're all here together. Like, exactly. Who, who would have exactly. thunk it? Yeah. <laughs> like, geez. It's like, almost like I never read the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah, man. There's That's... some Israelites here. What <laughs> yeah. in the world? What? But Jesus wasn't even around. How does, Wait. How does that work? Did you say Gentiles? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude. So I think that puts a bow on that perfectly. That was a amazing conversation. Like we could sit here for three more hours pretty much and, and, and <laughs> preach and attest to everything in the Bible, like dive deep into scripture. But definitely we want to like just, if you have any questions, you know, leave a comment and we'll try to answer it as best we can. But also the main thing you can do, is either open up your Bible you have at home or download a Bible app, a good Christian Bible app, and um, dive in and research it yourself. It uh, doesn't really matter what version you're using. I, I say the version that you use to be the version that you can understand best and that you can read best. As long as you're getting into Scripture, that's what really matters, and go find these answers for yourself. Uh, you can take our word for it, but I wouldn't, if I were you, yeah, I'd no. go and, uh, look, be, be, look it up yourself. Be, be like the Bereans search the scriptures. Exactly. Um, want to be diligent and, and don't, don't use, uh, um, you know, it's one of those things where, uh, um, we can, we can very easily scroll for like eight hours on TikTok, but, yeah. but God <laughs> oh forbid, gosh. God forbid you tell me to read my Bible for five minutes. Exactly. Dude. Like, Oh, it's so boring. Oh, so, you know, um, so, but yeah, fi- f- uh, 15 minutes a day for a week, you can read through the book of John. For sure. Yeah. I actually saw a pretty good TikTok, Christian TikTok the other day. It was talking about how, you know, if Jesus were here right now and you're a Christian, you love you love Jesus and Jesus is God and God is Jesus and, and God is the word and everything like that. They yeah. were like, so if Jesus were here right now, you'd follow him, right? He was like, yeah, you'd follow him like crazy. Well, that Bible is right there. Are you following it? Yep. And it's like, wow, <laughs> eye-opening, man. I mean, people exactly. just make a 30-second TikTok and open your eyes to the fact that, dude, I probably need to be in, my, in the Bible more and in the Word. And I promise, if you just dig in the Word a little bit each day or a little bit each week, you will see blessings flow. You'll see your life start to mm-hmm. change. Well, um, and in, in, in truth, like Scripture, um, you know, Scripture even, even states it where it says, look, everything pertaining to life and godliness, God's already given you. 
exactly you know, and when you know a lot of times we'll we'll find ourselves um um you know dismayed and we'll say lord like i like show me a sign you know and jesus i think gives the perfect response to that he said you wicked people like you want to see a sign like i'm right here yeah like, like i am right here like like the scriptures like you know and he yeah, even, I'm right know, here i've been here for a yeah, while you know and he says like look like if if you know you you have if you didn't believe moses and the prophets if you didn't you know then you know you you are wicked people if you if you demand a miracle um you know and it's um i digress on that you know but um you know if you if you want to hear god speak into your life read the bible <laughs> for sure because <laughs> yeah, he's he's spoken you know and he and you know the word is is um you know it's ever it's alive you know yeah, and it's it, it, a living word man you know, he and he will speak he will speak to you you know um you know had i always had a good buddy um you know tell me um and 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 tell others um you know before before reading scripture just you know don't don't be superficial with god like he he knows he knows exactly what you're struggling with and he's you know it's kind of like uh um um with our kids when they know they're in trouble and we and we just (laughs) we we want them to acknowledge that they're in trouble you know, but we already know. Yeah. And so it's, it's the same thing. Like God knows, God knows exactly what you did. Like Absolutely. He, um, but he loves you, you know, the same way that we, we love our kids actually more than, you know, God loves our kids more than we could even comprehend. Um, and he, 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 he wants you to admit your folly, not, not to punish you, but to save you. Absolutely. Um, so that you agree with him that, yeah, that maybe wasn't the best decision. And so let's, let's <laughs> try to not do that again. Um, you know, but, um, you know, before you start reading, you know, confess to the Lord, you know, like whether it's, it's lying, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, um, that you're struggling with, um, and pray that the Lord opens your eyes to scripture, you know, that he opens your eyes to truth, um, as you're reading. Yes. That's a, that puts a bow on it, bro. That's a, that was a good topic. <laughs> that was a good, that was a good, uh, that was a good discussion. Definitely. So y'all give us, give us the thumbs up, like comment, go give us a review, whatever you want. Uh, you know, be fair with it. Whatever you feel like we need a five star would be great. You know, give us a review. But, uh, if you want to hear more discussions like this and you want, you have some questions, go and comment those questions at uh Gavin Lamb TV at the YouTube channel and we will try to answer those as best as we can but uh you know we're just here trying to kind of bridge the gap between faith and culture because we live in such a godless culture right now um we want to show people that you know Christians are fun too we have a lot of fun in life we <laughs> we love life we love doing life with everybody and just because you are an unbeliever does not mean that we don't love you and that we still want to have fun with you. So we're just trying to spread, spread the good news guys. Um, also I'm going to go ahead and get into this little segment called hit the deck. It's just a few inter- interview questions for our guest. And since Dave is the first Ooh. guest we've had, we're going to dive into this real quick. So just, let's just get right to it. If you could jump into a pool full of something, anything, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> it can be water. It doesn't have to be sure, water. It, doesn't, it does not have to be water. It can be anything you want. Jump into a pool of something. <laughs> I even I can't even comprehend that. Like, what, <laughs> like, like what? what Chocolate syrup. I know. Like, I think anything else other than water would would be a not so smart decision. Like, I mean, if it was like chocolate, I know, yeah, if it was like pudding, it's like yeah, I mean, you're gonna drown. <laughs> I know. I started thinking about like what are those Zorbies or Zarp? Uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. to see how it would feel. Yeah, you know, like yeah. a very gentle massage. Um. All right, you have a hundred thousand dollars. You have to donate it or create a charity. What do you do? Um, ooh, that one's tough. So what I would do with the $100,000 is I would actually, um, in, in all honesty, look look to see what ministries are local and donate some to, to those local ministries um, but also look at potentially doing, um, um, probably weren't expecting this deep of an answer for that. No, but so me, me no, and my no, buddy, no. like we, we've actually, we've actually discussed about like potentially doing, 
um, and, and trying to figure out like, how can we um, make investments that the proceeds and the profits of those investments go purely to um, purely to local ministries. So it's almost like rather than rather than a person just benefiting from from the from the wealth that those investments make, instead it's just going straight to a ministry um, to to just be a constant line of of support and, and oh, funding. Yeah. So that's kind of what that we, really we, cool. we kind of. You know, I'm still trying to get my church to accept my Bitcoin. Oh yeah, dude! Like... <laughs> you get the logistics worked out of that. That'd be pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, last question. This should be an easy one, maybe. I don't know, but what makes you feel old? What's something that happens in your life that just makes you feel old? Could be your kids, or just like getting out of bed in the morning. <laughs> oh goodness, the thing that makes me feel old <laughs> is when I see middle schoolers and high schoolers wearing retro t-shirts that have like the Rugrats on them (laughs) or like Scooby-Doo and then I'll I'll flat up ask them I said who's the one with the red hair and they're like uh I'm like just take a guess what's their name and they're like um Frederick I'm like absolutely not (laughs) I'm like that's Chucky Finster all right you have no idea what you're even wearing um or or going to oh what is it um Oh man, there's they're just such uncultured swine. They they are. They absolutely are. Um or going to uh um uh Ross or or other other like discount clothing stores and you just see like like here's here's like Nickelodeon socks with like Ren and Stimpy on them or <laughs> yeah, something like dude. that. And it's like they nobody have no idea. And like I'm I'm looking at that and I'm like, "Oh man, awesome, like Animaniacs and stuff like that." But then I, I see like then I see like a middle schooler roll up and be like, "Oh yeah, cool, like Thundercats." I'm like, "Shut yeah, your face. Wait, you have no idea. You about? have no idea what that is." I know. I just I'm just look at it. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, nostalgia or or I'm just so like ignorant. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm still relevant." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh. I know there, there's so much there's so much stuff from this culture that I am <laughs> I refuse to uh, let it push out my my favorite memories. Right. Um, I was actually talking with somebody about Legends of the Hidden Temple, um, and we were we were discussing that and just like Olmac and and the silver, the purple parrots and the silver purple monkeys, parrots. and and how when they would go down into the the chamber at the very end, like the you got to run through the temple and, and put the put the idol together or whatever. Dude, people yeah. pe- people listening are so, like, what are they talking yeah, about? What are they talking so about? So on Nickelodeon, they used to have like all these like wild game shows. And this one was called Legend of the Hidden Temple. And as a kid, it used to terrify me when they would go into <laughs> the basement of the temple. And like the people would just jump out, out of the darkness and grab the kids. Oh, I know. And then the then the announcer was just like, "Oh, looks like they didn't make it." I'm like, "Did they die?" Yeah. <laughs> and they turned all that yeah. into slime time. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's what I feel. Uh, I see like the kits for making slime, and it's yeah. always stamped by Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, "Okay, yeah, we're yeah, still doing that." Yeah, exactly. Oh exactly. man. So uh, now, so go ahead and plug your business one more time. I want people to know if you live in like the uh, Conyers Covington area, something mm-hmm. like that, they can go to what is you have a website it is my local it tech.com um yeah if you live in the covington conyers um madison oxford social circle area um you're a medium to small business or church um and you're just looking for an it guy um really for anything i'm i've, I've been kind of told i'm a uh swiss army knife when it comes to go. figuring stuff out so not just limited to it but websites kind of you you name it we'll we'll figure it out (laughs) for sure so yeah definitely go check go check out that website if you're in that area for some it stuff also guys if you want to go to he would love first.com um hwlf is the answer to wwjd what would jesus do he would love first um if you want to like snag some swag go to their website and use all caps gltv for 10% off your next order. So you got to treat yourself to some hats, shirts, bracelets. It's a good conversation starter. And you can get bracelets to go hand out to strangers. So I actually got one for Nora. Got Sweet. one for Marissa. And I got one for you too. And awesome, I figured, man. you know, I'll get one to Carter when he's a little bit older. That's right. He'll probably just swallow it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No choking hazard. So uh, so definitely go check out hewouldlovefirst.com. Get some of that stuff. 
And also go subscribe uh, to my YouTube channel at Gavin Lamb TV. We got a lot of uh, fun, family-friendly content. And also you can listen. The, we have the Listen to Lamb Chop playlist on there if you want to watch the episodes instead of listen. And we have the Chop Chat Clips playlist of some of the best parts of the podcast on there as well. And uh, David, thank you so much again for coming out and having these discussions with us today. Um, I think that uh, it just helps people that, you know, may not talk about this stuff at church or with other believers and unbelievers alike. So let's openly discuss this stuff. That's what, that's what we're here for. So, uh, was this your first podcast? Uh, I guess if like teaching and preaching doesn't count. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) definitely. Technically. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, how do you have fun? I did. It was was really good. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get you back on. So (laughs) I would definitely be reaching out whether it's over like the phone call or back in the studio. We got to get something going on for sure. Cause it's a fun time. Um, but yeah, guys, I think that's it for this episode right now. We'll come back with some more information and probably next week's episode, I guess. So thank you so much for tuning in to listen to lamb chop. Hope you enjoyed it. And as always on LTL, much love, Faith Moves Mountains. Peace out.